welcome back, everyone, for those returning. This is uh, Cinema Circuit, and we're jumping into Season 2 here. Uh, we're going to be kind of changing up. We did, you know, we're kind of getting a feel of how to do everything, and we came up with a formula to follow. Um, we're going to be still kind of keeping that formula, but a little more loose, just uh, after some feedback and trying to have it be more casual. So, on that note, uh, for those just tuning in for the first time, I'm Paul. I'm Aiden. I don't know who you're pointing to. You're like, whoever, whoever wants to go. I'm Jake, and joined uh, joining us now for this time, new, new season, new man. I'm Colton. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, for those of you who know Colton, he's a longtime friend from IUP, and uh, I'm very glad he's become an addition to this team. I think it's definitely gonna create some. Positive diversity, and you know, we can team up against each other, and whatever the case might be. I always appreciated uh, his opinions on movies, uh, agreed or disagreed. He's always been passionate about uh, stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, on that note, um, this first movie we're going to be jumping into is it's about middle of January, so it's been out for a month now, and it's Spider Man No Way Home. Um, so, on that note, Colton, I'll uh start you off and ask you what uh what were your thoughts on it your likes your dislikes what are your how do you feel about it oh what do i even start uh there was so much packed into this movie that i did not see going in like i knew it was going to be a big movie because you saw from the trailers and everything that um like they had benedict cumberbatch in there they had all like uh all the like Spider-Man characters that they've had thus far and I knew it was it was going to be definitely interesting especially when they talked about the like, multiverse like months ago in the trailers so I a lot of people I don't think really knew what was happening going in some people did um I I, I think this might be, I don't want to say my favorite because I still love Spider-Man 2 so much because it's done so much for like the whole genre of the superhero movie, but this is like, this is so close up there. It's, it felt as big as going into an Avengers movie or like some sort of big ensemble movie, but uh, just focusing on Spider-Man was just really nice to see because he's such a beloved character by so many people. And it's just, uh, it was a lot of ups and downs. I wasn't expecting it to be as heavy in some places for like a Marvel Disney movie. Uh, it, it, it definitely made me feel a lot of emotions <laughs> that I wasn't expecting to feel going in. <laughs> but that's kind of just my super on top uh thoughts on it yeah i mean i i honestly really agree with you they're like i don't think i was as excited for another movie since i was like the hype for probably the last avengers movie like it was the same hype for me and it's one of those things you know there's that everyone naturally is nervous just because of some stuff disney has put out well we won't go into that but um uh, everyone's like, oh, it's going to be good. It's going to live up to expectations. Um, you know, people really wanted it to be something. And I think it hit the nail right on the head for, you know, it did fan service, but it did it right. Like, you know, they brought back spoilers for those. But yeah, by the way, I always say it. Last, I haven't said it yet. For those tuning in for the first time, uh, this is a spoiler heavy podcast. So we're going to be talking a lot about spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, uh, go watch and come back. Nobody said anything, so I was just like, kind of like, yeah, tiptoeing around yeah. saying things, but <laughs> no, but yeah, uh, so, uh, spoiler alert, um, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are in the movie, uh, and I think they did fan service right, like, they weren't there just to exist. Like, I think a bad example of fan service is like the newest Star Wars, Lando just kind of shows up and he's like, hey. I'm here, and then he's pretty useless the rest of the film. Yeah, um, this one, yeah, they actually are there to be like, "Hey, we want to help you." Like, we're these are our villains. We know this fight. Um, 
you know, they support him growing as an individual because they've already gone through it. Um, and, you know, you really got to see the still they held the nostalgic dynamics each of them had as their own Spider-Man. Um, and they they even played on that and the with them kind of redeeming themselves with their own villains. Like, I loved uh, Andrew and um, Electro's scene as well as like Doc Ock and Spider-Man. And then they, you know, for the diehards, they, they know where uh, Doc Ock's like, hey, how have you been, Peter? And he's like, I've been trying to do better as like a nod to like the last time they talked in like the second original movie. Um, that's what he says when he's like, oh, Dr. Connors tells me you're brilliant but lazy, and he's like, oh, I'm trying to do better, and it was just like such like a, you know, that door's closed, and it was like such peace for me as a fan, and um, seeing Andrew Garfield finally get redemption for not being able to save Gwen and save an MJ, just a lot of like, this real hard-hitting like emotional stuff where it's like as a fan, you know, you grew up with this stuff and you get to, like, you're moved by it. Um, and like you said, Spider-Man has meant so much to so many different people. Um, that was the first superhero movie I ever saw in theaters. So, you know, I held it on a high pedestal and it it met every mark that I wanted it to and more um, in terms of positivity. I don't know about how you, you felt, Aiden and Jake. I thought it was pretty on par with, or at least like ambition-wise, on par with Spider-Verse in terms of being a mashup of all the different Spider-Man movies. Um, and I think it did a pretty well, a pretty good job of uh, living up to that ambition uh, with bringing in all the other, like the Toby being the older, more wiser Spider-Man, and then Andrew Garfield being the, uh, just like a goofier version of him and actually having a pretty good script for him to write on to make him a lot more likable. Um, but the, the villains, some of them did feel a little off to me, uh, like the Sandman arc that he went through where he was helping Spider-Man because he knew him as a friend in his universe just randomly kind of was like, actually I want to I like I, his like reasoning didn't really make any sense. Like he wanted to go back to see his daughter, but wanted to fight Spider-Man. Yeah. That's, that's one of the negatives that I was going to bring up too, which I'll go into more detail on that end. But like everybody else, I think they fixed Electro. Like he even made the comment of like, "Oh, I'm not blue anymore. Like I actually look like a human." Um, so I, it's I think it's a lot better. I think it's like up there in terms of like the live action ones. It certainly is just like a love letter to live action Spider Man movies, um, and it it definitely has a lot of things that bring back from the older ones. Where uh, what's his name? The Green Goblin when he's stuck in the jail cell and he says like. Oh, I, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself when they're trying right. to figure out how to get them. The back cured. problems. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was weird watching it because compared to most people, I don't have a hate against Spider-Man. I've just never been a Spider-Man fan. I just never got into it. Uh, my dad tried to get me to when the, the, the Tobey Maguire ones came out. And, uh, I mean, I enjoyed them, but mostly I just like, oh, look, he's swinging. I, like, never really paid attention. And then uh, I only watched one of the Andrew Garfield ones, but I had been filled in enough from other people I know about it. So I, not until Tuesday, when, you know, when we were planning out, oh, what movies are we going to do, I hadn't watched any of the Tom Holland ones. I hadn't given it a chance yet. The only time I had seen him was his bit in the Avengers movies and uh, Civil War. To which I was like, oh, he seems, I mean, he seemed to have the most, not, I mean, I haven't read the comics, but from what I heard, some people would say he's probably the closest to what he was in the comics, and I'll take that for what it is, since I haven't read them. But, I don't know, after I watched all of them and I went into it, and I think I really liked it, because the, uh, what you're going on, like, oh, hey, going on, solving problems, and, uh, you know, addressing things that either were kind of left out in the other movies, or just, you know, actually accurately playing or giving homage to things. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. And I know that ending with the after credit scene with Venom, they kind of, I, I heard splits of different things because as soon as I, the movie theater, whoever was behind me went, maybe Andrew's finally going to get a third film. And I was, 
I was like, I don't, I don't think so, but sure. Then people were going, well, what about Spider-Man 4? Do you think he's going to go talk to MJ then? And I was like, no. Uh, why are you talking to me, random stranger? Uh, and then I turned around, and they weren't talking to me. They were talking to someone else. But I thought they were, so I was still just responding out loud. So they probably thought I was a little crazy. But, uh, no, I liked it a lot. I think for even the little bit I do know about Spider-Man and being able to connect the dots, like you said, him being able to feel better about saving MJ because he couldn't save Gwen, and Toby, Toby being the older, let me reassure you guys on some things, like give it time. You know, just work at it. You'll be fine. You can make anything work. Uh, I liked it a lot. I also liked that Doc Ock, like, uh, at the end, I was so surprised that he his chip didn't get fried. And he had just bounced to, like, oh, hey, I just need to get out of here. And came back and just help, kept helping them because, you know, I, I like the, the idea of it. But at first, when he didn't give the box to Doctor Strange, I'm not going to lie, I was so pissed. I was pissed at Tom or, you know, Peter from this movie, uh, the original Peter, for like a solid 20 minutes. I was like, why, why, why? And then when he started actually helping him, I was like, yeah, okay. I'm not, I don't necessarily agree he did the right thing, but he definitely did a much better thing. So. That's like one of my favorite comments uh, that I saw about this movie is that um, someone said that Aunt May is dead because Peter decided to not call MIT first. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, it, it's it's one of those, I'm like, oh my god, like, for as much as I hate to admit it, it's true. Not that it takes away anything from the movie. Like, for me, like, I could go and rewatch this movie again and again, just because, again, my love for Spider-Man and stuff like that. I just thought it was a good movie, but uh, it's like stuff like that. It's like the same idea of, like, if you take uh, Indiana Jones out of the first Indiana Jones movie, like, the same thing's going to happen regardless. Like, the Nazis are going to find the Ark of the Covenant and like die because they opened it. I'm like, oh man. See me scared like every kid growing up ever. Oh uh, yeah. The face yeah. melting. I really like watching Goblin in the uh the entire movie. Mm-hmm. He was, he... I think he was better in this than he was in the original. Oh absolutely. And and my favorite scene is when he and uh Peter are fighting in the hotel and he picks Spider Man up and then he body slams him. Yeah, oh, yeah. Doors of the hotel. That was that was really cool. There's also a cool moment in that scene too, where like if you played Spider-Man on PS4, there's one move where he throws Goblin up in the air, and then he gets up behind him, webs down, and like yanks him through the floor. That's a move like that specifically came out of like the Spider-Man PS4 game. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh my god! Like it was just like a, such a cool little nod, and then the uh, end of the movie his um apartment is very similar to the one in the game so it's just like a, a lot of cool stuff like that that even acknowledged i could have sworn that apartment was the same one from spider-man 2 it, it looked like it yeah, it looked I, like it, it was pretty similar Bird was gonna like pop out and tell him that <laughs> the the yeah. that's the plot twist like he didn't make it back after he's like me rent I like the, uh, little hey, you got any milk for these cookies? Emperor Palpatine cameo at the end where he puts them the little Lego, so then I can. Well, that's actually from. I think that's from the what the first one where they. Yeah, Ned yeah, has the that. Lego. There's a bunch of Lego tie-ins. With yeah, them. yeah. Uh, and then they have like the old suit coming back at the end. Where he. Yeah, like the classic the, suit, the old comic suit where it's like the light baby blue and the, the red. Yeah, that was really exciting for me to see. Honestly, like it was just such a cool thing i i loved it because i wasn't a big fan of the black and red new oh, suit like, oh see i love really? that black and red one i liked it a lot but i, I didn't like the stark one because again it just was like iron man jr the movie yeah. yeah which is cool that now because obviously tony's dead now after the spell's been fixed and everything's good like if he were trying like he obviously if he wanted to he could get access back to that stark tech but right. he's obviously going to hey I'm totally anonymous. I don't have my friends or girlfriend anymore. I, like no one knows who I am. I like obviously. I think he's still in school for another like six months after that point until he graduates. He went on his GED at the end. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, he... yeah, yeah. Do you think his teacher is looking at the attendance in high school and then saw his name and was like, I don't know who this guy is, and then just scribbled it out? Probably. Or does the spell wipe his name from all records as well? 
I'm not. I assumed it would just. I would think like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or or like, what about like Shield or like, not Shield, but uh, Nick Fury with his records, and he has like the Spider-Man record, and then it's his like alias, or like the real person. Is <laughs> uh, Peter yeah. Parker, and then he's like, I don't know who Peter Parker is though, but. I, I mean, probably. One of the things I didn't understand too was uh. So he like the whole world forgot who Peter Parker was, but did the whole world forget who Spider Man was? No, was no, just, they remember that there's a Spider Man. They just yeah, don't know Peter would, Parker. Did. How would Strange forget? Uh, no, I guess you're right. Yeah, so everybody still yeah, because they'll remember Spider-Man like Man was there, you know? They know Spider-Man yeah, like in the fights and stuff. Spider Man is, but then like the how, televised how people... Thanos fight, like. What about like J. Jonah Jameson when he goes back and he's like Spider Man is Peter Parker and then like he looks at the, the tapes and he's like oh my god and he makes the revelation. There's got to be like a backup hard drive somewhere with that on it, right? Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they have wiped. to wipe some. That of was that wiped stuff. in the magic. It's Which, magic. Um, yeah, it's magic. The yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which Jameson? I'm sad that uh, Tobey Maguire Spider Man and Tom Holland Spider Man didn't. Mention that the J. Jonah Jameson's the same person. <laughs> I don't think they interacted with him, though, did they? they? No, not like not at all. Like it was just J. Jonah Jameson chasing Spider Man to like film him. Yeah. I was gonna say the only one that would know that would be like Toby, but yeah, yeah. there was like, like but hey, he's he's a dick in your universe too. <laughs> but there's not a moment. Looks and sounds the same. Yeah, crazy. And then Andrew's just like, I don't have that. Why don't I have that? Like the moment when Toby goes, "What do you mean you guys have to make your web? You just do it. You just yeah, do was, the thing." That was, that was such a cool that. thing. That <clears throat> yeah. did with that. The thing I thought about too, also with the, once he got, like at the beginning of the at the end of uh, the, the after credit scene where they show that Nick Fury has been in space at whatever station for the last year. And That's that, at the end of. Uh, at of uh, far, uh, far from home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they show. The two uh, shapeshifters, uh, I can't remember what their actual race is called, but the shapeshifters yeah. that... Uh, Scrolls. Yeah, that are taking place of Nick Fury, and I can't remember the agent's name, but the, the female with the black hair, and... Yeah, and just casually just being like, oh, hey, you need to come back to Earth, we have a problem. But then if he's on his way back, and then they everyone forgets who Peter Parker is, then they're going to be like, hey, he's going to get there and be like, why did you call me back again? Like, he's going to be confused, and then he just be like, well, we told you. And he's like, well, what did you tell me? And then they're going to be like, oh, blah, And then, like... Well, was it Spider-Man that had the problem, or was it Peter that had the problem? Peter had the problem. Oh, then I don't know. And I and that's, at the end of it, they were like, oh, hey, just so you know, their frame... They inf- info's out that Peter Spider-Man... And everyone hates him. We probably need to, you know, run some interference on this. And then when the DODC, which that guy, all those people suck. Because wasn't that Tony's? That was Tony Stark's thing. He started that to clean up all the extra stuff. And apparently now that Tony's not alive, they're all a bunch of dickbags. Just super rude. What did he start to clean up? What? And I might be mixing up, but that the people that arrested Peter and all the people at the beginning that were like interviewing MJ uh, and Aunt May that were just and uh, I'm pretty sure that was Tony. There, that's a sub company from Stark Industries that, uh, like in the first movie, they took over from the Vulture t- cleaning before he was the Vulture cleaning up all the alien and all the destruction yeah, stuff yeah. so they can no one gets a hold of anything that they shouldn't have. I'm pretty sure that company was... I could be wrong. The only but. thing I could say to defend that is, like, you know, he had the whole mentality of, like, um, we need to be, like, basically in Civil War, he's like, you know, we need to have checks and balances or we're just the same as the villains. So I figured he's, like, no one, including himself, left out of that. So I figured it's, like, even if I go bad, like, you gotta investigate that, which is why I think uh, Stark Industries goes under fire, like, when... When Daredevil shows up in his cameo. Yeah. <laughs> For five seconds. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just enough. It was just enough that I acknowledge he, he exists in the universe. Blew um, me away. I was so pumped. I love Daredevil. I, uh, 
I thought he was going to have a yeah, better like, role in the movie, like show up as Daredevil later. I think they will, down the road for sure. I hope. I could almost not hear him during the movie because uh, I was in a pretty packed theater and everyone was cheering. <laughs> Anytime anybody made a uh, an appearance for the first time. So when Andrew Garfield came in through the portal, I, like he started talking and I just couldn't understand a single word he said. So I almost had to watch the movie again to like catch up on couple bits of dialogue yeah that's the only time that happened for me was like in the theater when people cheered it was when both spider-man came through the portal but like there was only maybe a handful of people when daredevil came on they're like that's him no people went wild like i couldn't he was talking and i couldn't understand a single word i went yesterday and just the there was not that many people but everyone was calm and collected like literally i heard someone whisper it's daredevil and i was like yeah that's that's the guy you're correct that's when you turn uh, around you're like do you mind yeah you're gonna do this the entire time or just now let me know <laughs> i'm watching a piece of cinema art i'm sorry i'm trying to watch toby andrew and tom could you stop i like how they yeah. left off the uh the movie to potentially have more spider-man movies but also just could leave him out of his own movies and just occasionally bring them back in. I, th- I think they're going to make a whole nother trilogy, aren't they? I, I don't know. Why? Like, easily could be left off to not having any more movies or continuing where he, whatever path he goes down. My guess is they're going to take a break. They're going to have him pop up in an Avengers movie and then they're going to like, like phase five or six or whatever. They're going to do another trilogy. I think whatever they choose to do, they're in a good spot because... Uh, they have, you know, they have a deal with Tom Holland's Spider-Man, but now they're set up in a position because Sony really wants to start, like, it, they keep pushing out, like, like Venom, and they're doing Morbius. They kind of want to, like, invest more into these comic heroes, and because of a movie like this, they could potentially do, like, an Andrew Garfield Venom movie, or I, a Tobey Maguire, like, Spider-Man 4, like, they, they it's just... It ends with a really open book because, like, they they have a canonical, like, excuse to be able to do these things. Like, oh, it's the multiverse, uh, you know. Right. Yeah, that's definitely, like, Sony made realized they made the right move with that. Like, they know. They're like, well, you know, they were skeptical after all the stuff with the Far From Home drama. But now I think they're like, okay, like, we have this in our back pocket. Like, yeah. we can do whatever we want now. We can do more like, Spider-Man you, movies. Disney can do more Spider-Man movies. Right. It's It seems like the nicest way to wrap up all three of those movies and even include Venom if they need to. Yeah. Like, the safest way. Not safe, but, like, the easiest way to just either end it or continue it if they want. Like, do whatever makes everyone happy. Well, it's like, I think now there's been so many like delays and reshoots with a lot of these films that I think they know because of how well this did and how well received it was they're like oh where can we put Spider-Man like they delayed Morbius a little bit and everyone's like okay they think that they're going to put like Andrew Garfield in for a cameo or something like they definitely know what they're doing and they're now they're backtracking and being like okay we weren't sure how well this was going to do but now this is the most profitable profitable film we've ever done so, like, we're going to do everything we can to keep expanding that and, you know, it's like get as much classic, money as I can. Yeah, it's like the classic, like, uh, it's like the classic crossover episode where it's not quite as, like, high budget and big as, like, an Avengers movie. But because there's, like, heroes from the other movies that had, like, an origin story in, like, with Doctor Strange being in this, WandaVision being in Doctor Strange, Thor's in the Guardians of the Galaxy are probably going to be in the next Thor movie. Like right. they're doing more of these like mini team ups, and I'm like I'm I'm totally I'm all, I'm on board with it. I think it's awesome. It feels like they're just trying to like jam in as much stuff in for like the next big arc for the Avengers, B team superheroes almost, or like even into like the D team with the Eternals. Right, they have to like make the the heroes compelling because other than that, like it's just kind of generic boring characters that nobody knows of but some of them are still very cool so i think they they need to have them have crossovers with a lot of these super well-known still out there superheroes in the 
the MCU to make them more compelling. And I agree with you with they have to make the heroes more compelling, but they also have to have like the next big villain be as compelling as Thanos or somebody similar. Galactus. Right. <laughs> Doctor Doom. See, I think it's going to be Galactus. I'm with Aiden on that one. I think they wouldn't have done the Eternals if they weren't gearing up Galactus. Well, if in the Eternals, the, the all the uh, Celestials look like Galactus with the like his head. I don't know if you like saw that, but like all of their heads look like his little headpiece. Yeah, I haven't I, seen Eternals yet, so I'll have to I, wait to see what you're saying. So Eternals is the only Marvel movie I did not see in theaters. No kidding. Yeah. There's a lot I didn't see in theaters. There's a lot of movies where I just like I didn't watch any of the Spider-Man. I uh, <clears throat> I never saw. Like, there's I want to go back and then like look at what the chronological order is supposed to be and watch it that way uh, eventually. Uh, but I, uh, some of the crossovers, I I think they're really good. Like I'm excited for, uh, into the the multiverse of madness. Oh yeah, um, oh, yeah really exciting because I feel like that's gonna be the beginning of Wanda's like vi- like when she starts turning, like when she does a 180 and she's not considered a hero anymore. Because obviously everything that happened, because in, in the trailer she's. I'm so like, immediately once to start explaining stuff. He's like, I really don't give a damn about Westview. I need to know what you know about the multiverse. And yeah, because it's gonna, especially because if you watched Wandavision, you know, you know she's reading that. I can't remember the name of that book, but that book that Agatha talks about. It's like you are literally supposed to be a myth. Like you should, you should not be a thing. And Wanda, I think outside of. Uh, Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible Woman. Their kid, I think his name is supposed to be Ben something. Because I can't remember the last name. I can't remember. Unless it is just Fantastic. But I'm not like, sure, he, to be honest with you. But I remember watching a couple of videos that he, like, when he's born, he's considered to be, like, like the only person. And that's even if they, how that all works out. They're Marvel, right? Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I wanted to make sure, because for halfway, I was like, I hope I'm not saying something stupid. I'm crossing DC and Marvel here. But I remember seeing something that, like, Wanda, like, was the only person that could have one-on-one Thanos, and it, and by one-on-one, could have totally killed him. If you remember from the movies, she... You're forgetting was, about Ant-Man. Yeah, well, true. Ant-Man, if they play, if he plays his cards right. Yeah, that's but, right. <laughs> but other, like, but, like, she, not, like, no competition. Like, but, like, if she loses it, like... Like she potentially is a harder person to deal with than Thanos was in, just as the individual, not you know he has a giant army of crazy people that are like, yeah, we'll kill half a planet at a time. We don't mind. There was also right. um, there was also when the sky was fracturing, we saw like a bunch of silhouettes of, I, they looked like, other Spider-Man villains. Yeah. Yeah. So supposedly it was like Rhino, Scorpion, Craven. Uh, Black Cat, Craven. Uh, Madam Web, supposedly. Big wheel. And then, uh, like, another... Man was in there somewhere. Yeah, um, that's Calendar right. Man, Kite Man, the Whoa. Big Wheel. What's the What's the guy that John Cena played? The Peace Guy? Peacemaker. Peacemaker. That's <laughs> No, that is. It's but, uh... cool that they're tying... So, in this movie, they tied in uh, Matthew Murdoch... Uh, and I, I don't remember the actor's name, but his his Daredevil that started as a series. And the other and What If got kinda tied in in the Multiverse of Madness trailer. Yes. Wanda like Wanda Vision got tied into the trailer as well for Multiverse of Madness. They're tying more of these like Disney series in. So it also the movies are I have no doubt that the movies are gonna continue. Like Oh, they've been tying in the movies and the TV shows. Yeah. Uh, even with, like, Black Widow, they had it, the one... But do you Black think... And Hawkeye. Yeah. yeah. The Hawkeye was great, too. Do you think that because of the success of the shows, probably a lower budget, you can get... It's more of a runtime. It increases subscriptions. Are we going to see more, like triple a heroes instead of getting movies get moved more into like shows i wouldn't be surprised honestly i think a lot of the heroes are probably gonna get introduced in tv shows unless they have like 
a very small role in which case like they would be getting like introduced but very briefly in the movie like a cameo like so you walk into a room and he's like over the corner like hey i got something to do see you kind of like in eternals i'm not gonna like spoil anything with it but like there there are characters that are like introduced like they're barely even in it and they're just right i'm this guy and then what's like yeah i mean even you know they're starting to creep up with that when they did hawkeye like he's a big name they're doing she hulk and Bruce Banner is going to be in it. So I think they're like slowly creeping into that. And I mean, you know, there's a big rumor that I don't think it's going to be for a little bit, but they're doing um, a Moon Knight show. And there's rumors that like they're going to do a Midnight Sun show. Well, uh, Moon Knight's like, confirmed. Yeah, I've seen the trailer yeah. for Moon Knight, but I'm saying like in the sense of I think, you know, obviously all the stuff they're doing with Doctor Strange, he's clearly going to be one of the big names and for the Avengers. Like, he's going to be one of the top people. Um, well, Colin, you were also saying that the movies are, already, like, you think they're pushing the movies longer? Uh, the past two movies that they released were, like, two and a half hours long. Do you think? And and these weren't even, like, the big, like, Avenger movies. Do you think they're going to go to, like, three and a half hour, maybe a big four hour? No, like, that's why I'm saying I think well, they're, they're going to push more towards shows instead of movies for some of these but, like characters like, because like they an can Avengers movie. Do you think it will be four hours long or do you think it would still only be like two and a half hours, but two part or like, yeah, I think it would be like, I think at most they would push it to three cause they know they can only keep even with like a movie Avengers level movie, whether, you know, Spider-Man's in it, whoever, um, you can only keep the audience interested for so long before they're like, okay, movie. like, yeah. yeah. It's gonna but be like episode. It's like a Endgame and Infinity War. It was like what two, two and a half hour movies. Yeah, a year yeah. apart from each other. So it was like. Wasn't Endgame like almost three hours? I think Endgame was three hours. Yeah. I was All gonna right. say, Jake, what were you saying about that? I was gonna say, and I feel like a lot of it, like, because if you think about the pacing of it, uh, I'm also going. How long was Endgame? Because that popped in my head. Let me look that up real quick. Endgame was. Three hours and two minutes. And that's probably just theatrical, not any others. I don't even know if they did another cut of it. I think oh, that was God. That's for like people going, wanting to go. Yeah. So but, imagine if they I mean, an extended cut of Infinity War Endgame and like the class probably four and a half probably hours will Holy shit. Like the Snyder cut was what, four hours? The Raimi cut? Yeah, just about. Yeah. I, I think with the, the series and such, uh, that uh, it's gonna like if you think about how they have things spaced out, and they probably have a plan three, four plus years out that we don't because Marvel's done right. their whole compared to DC have got have done it right so far. Not all of the movies are the best, but I mean it's all planned out, and like some things get better. Like the original Thor's are okay, but then Ragnarok really saves itself, and the, just Thor himself is uh, they have it portrayed very well, but. Like, WandaVision came out, what, winter of 2020 into 21? And now, it you know, you watch that, you remember that it happened, you watch all the other movies, everything's paced out perfectly, so it's, oh, you know, hey, we don't have enough to really, you know, because say WandaVision was a movie, I don't think it would have played out as well. So giving it, you know, I'm sure we're going to have keeping a nice balance. What, they have that new Hawkeye show now too, right? Yeah. Yeah, where it's about his his daughter yes it's no it's no. about it's just about uh like a fan because that's another one i have to watch yeah it, it's good it's like uh it, it had a kind of a it had like a family movie vibe to it yeah okay it was like a christmas especially in the it marketing was. the marketing was like heavy like christmas. yeah the theme was like a christmas song yeah the whole like the yeah. whole Series takes like place, Christmas, yeah. yeah, right around Christmas. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's Which, pretty uh, good though. It's like yeah. a, I'd probably, I'd probably put oh, it above. I oh, I put it middle of the pack of the movie. Exactly. The movie I'd, I'd put it ahead of uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but I'd put it behind WandaVision and Loki. What's like? Uh, what if that reminds me? I thought uh, after seeing No Way Home in theaters, I was like, Spider Man gonna pop up in the finale of. <laughs> Hawkeye, or like you know something like that, um, just because of the, like at the very end he swings over where like the big fight was, and like, like the, the trees knocked over. 
I feel like that'd be a little confusing for people who haven't seen <laughs> the new Spider-Man. They're like, why is Spider-Man here? Why, like... Yeah, that's true. They're like, what's his beef? What's going on? They're like, listen, Spider-Man's our moneymaker right now, okay? <laughs> Spider-Man came out like a month before, maybe. But with like the, it coming out around that time, I don't think... Was it even a month? I think it was like only like maybe a week and a half. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's like really close. Yeah. So then who, you guys talked a little bit, I'm just curious, uh, who do you, like, what, because obviously, like, they've, they mentioned it even in uh, the movies that, like, oh, hey, the Avenger, the Avengers aren't a thing anymore. Like, too many people yeah. died, too many people have gone on to do separate things. So what, what do you, do you think they'll make another set of Avengers in the next 10, yeah. 15 years? Because I think Galactus is going to be. And they're going to have to set that up, and I don't know how that's going to go. They're going to have to. I think that would be the next person to come. I don't. Not to say that Doctor Doom wouldn't be, but. I feel like they would introduce Doom with a Fantastic Four movie, but not make him the. Yeah. Kind of like how they had Thanos just chilling. But more of like Loki, where like he's a villain of one of the movies, but like he's just beaten to like the side, and then he gets like angry and he, he makes all of his Doom bots, and then. Finally unleashes it and then wreaks havoc. Yeah, I feel I like he needs to be like reoccurring. If they do introduce him, he's got to be like Loki. He's got to be reoccurring because he's yeah like fan favorite. And That's exactly what I was gonna say too. I gotta build off what Jake said. I think that after Endgame and after that like kind of hiatus from Marvel stuff, they themselves even were kind of like still trying to figure out how they're gonna navigate going forward. Like. They're kind of finding their footing, and with mm-hmm. the with the series especially, and this being like the first like big kind of like pseudo like a the big kind of crossover movie. I think this is like that first big step towards them finding like what they're trying to do with this whole phase of movies going forward. Right, I think a lot of people too. They felt like. You know, after the last Avengers movie, they felt almost like this empty absence that like hasn't been filled. And I think like not that not to say that again, opinion related, not to say that Black Widow was awful or Eternals was awful or anything like that or any of the shows. I think it's just like people are like, Yeah, this is cool, but like it's not it's not hitting the mark and then this finally did and people are like excited again. I think yeah, I think it's just in a lull or like a low of action which i think is good i think they need that because they can't mm-hmm. go from like thanos in the mcu of what he was to like the next thing that's bigger or just as big uh and yeah they do make it it has to be bigger at that point like you can't just have something that's like weaker because then it's just not as exciting so i think if like kind of slowing things down making more small scale villains is fun uh the only other villain that actually popped to my head when you mentioned Loki, was Kang the Conqueror? Because he yeah. shows up in that show, and he's the only other one that's like Doctor Doom. <laughs> okay, we're not even talking. Hey, about- hey, hey! He's confirmed for the third Ant Man. You don't need to see Loki to know that. Wait, is he- yeah, yeah, he's the main villain in the, the third Ant Man movie. Who Kang is? Yeah, they confirmed Kang's gonna is they the main villain for the third. Because then that's just going to be really disappointing because he's like super cool reoccurring villain that just shows up. He's like, I'm also Iron Man boy. I I think that my thought was that Kang's gonna, you know, make some appearances and he's gonna be, like, the next Avengers villain that they're gonna team up about. But, like, the actual, like, Thanos-level threat is gonna be Galactus that they're gonna build up towards. Actually, and then they're... They can kill off Kang, because he can just come back as a different Kang. Uh, yeah, it's true. That's he's <laughs> Like, he just doesn't go away. He's just villain. Kang... Kang do be there all the time. I think Doctor Doom has some potential to be a Thanos level threat. I'm just saying. Uh, n- I think they're gonna use him, but I think they're gonna use him down the road. I think they're gonna like yeah. they're gonna do what they did with Loki for him and have him kind of go back and forth. And then when he sees his window of opportunity, he then he's gonna like kind of come to power. Yeah, he rolls in, kills Thor. It would make a lot of sense for if it is actually Kang though, because with the Spider-Man movies, is the first like real push towards this whole idea that this multiverse exists right and it gives them a lot more room for creativity and it it gives them a lot more breathing room when you're dealing with like maybe character rights in a certain way or like 
like how they're gonna this, just storytelling in general it gives them a lot of breathing room and leeway and i think uh spider-man and it being like the first like cement movie mention of this multiverse gives a lot of room for it to maybe be building towards like kang and builds on a lot of the things that were talked on in loki maybe bring in some like alternate iron man some alternate captain america yeah yeah that's their cash cow they don't want to lose that yeah i would not be surprised if at minimum because i heard rumors of it already that they bring in uh, like an alternate universe cap if they bring in like rob Lowe, and that's the new iron (laughs) tom cruise similar like parallels to robert downey jr's acting career Rob Lowe. <laughs> it's bringing Rob Lowe, but it has to be like the Rob Lowe how he acts from Park and Rec. Exactly. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, like, just very scatterbrained and plus like <laughs> the alcoholic Tony Stark. Since they've mentioned the multiverse, they can go back to like Andrew's not like obviously if they went back to Toby's and did mm-hmm. a a different one, like it would be it'd be different to have an older Spider Man. Just how like with Ben Affleck and DC, like he's an older, really beat up uh batman you know that would be weird or like andrew like with the one person i said that i was in my head having a conversation with uh when they're like oh you andrew could have a third movie well i guess yeah he could and it'd be weird because then it was like say a villain he didn't have in his series then he'd be like oh like it'd be different and then i don't know even know how that would play out so yeah it's funny you should say that because like there's also the idea that if they play their cards right I don't know what their Marvel's lineup is. Like we talk about, they have a three, four year plan usually, but like they play their cards right. They, if they could always bring back Andrew and Toby for like a secret Wars movie. Yeah. Secret Wars would be a huge one. Yeah. That would have to be with, uh, Dr. Doom though. Unless they retcon it and make Kang. Well, you could do like secret Wars with Skrulls too. That could be how Dr. Doom becomes the Avengers level threat. It's with the secret Wars. That's yeah. Yeah, It's true. That's true. Did you say seeker or secret? Secret. secret. Okay, I just want to make sure because I heard secret at first, and I was like, I want to make sure I'm on the same page because I've never heard of the Secret Wars. To be fair, I don't. Yeah, I'm sure Colton could tell you more in depth. Like it's a big comic thing that they did. It's a big. Co- I, Aiden probably has it better than I do, though. I know the new one. I don't know the old one very well. It's basically just like they bring in alternate universe versions of themselves, and they like fight each other. That's that's like the biggest. Yeah. Uh, most watered down glass of water uh, version that I could give you. Yeah, yeah. Which it's like, a, it's like a world, an empty world, and every yeah, character from glass every of water universe just gets dumped on this world. And it's, yeah, yeah. And they just fight each other. Yeah, which yeah. could be and real possible. Instigates it because I mean now I don't know about the new ones. The new multiverse of madness. They've obviously shown like that. There's gonna be an alternate universe, Doctor Strange coming in and messing stuff up maybe that's how that starts starts playing around and then dr doom comes in from whether the same universe that our dr doom is or what i mean that could be the beginning of that playing out i really like how he is just like with a with a more shaggy goatee the evil twin version of Doctor Strange, like and some slightly darker clothes it's actually like, not even Benedict Cumberbatch. It's fucking Shaggy. <laughs> Anti Cumberbatch. <laughs> what are you doing here? Benadryl Cabbage Batch. <laughs> uh, but I think, uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'll just say my overall final rating. Um, kind of basing it on stuff from last season, you know, with between, um, you know, the rewatch value, my initial reaction, like how I felt about it overall plays into some of the bias for my love for Spider-Man, but I I would give it like a 9.6 out of 10. Honestly, very few things I had issues with this movie. Again, the big one for me was like Sandman and lizard were just kind of there, but it didn't hinder the plot a whole lot. In my opinion, also kind of there. He kind of like fucks off for a bit and then comes back and he's like, I got new clothes. They fixed my design. (laughs) That's that's true. So yeah, it really depends how you look at their comeback, but uh, it was still fun. I loved it. Again, I would rewatch it again and again. So I'd say, uh, like, it definitely sits at like a nine point six for me out of ten. Uh, 
Jake, I'll, I'll you uh, Jake, you got it? I'm still stirring in my head because I'm kicking back between two numbers. So you go ahead, Aiden or Colton. Uh, what are you two? I was thinking at like 8.5. I usually rate things a little bit lower <laughs> and more towards like 5 is good. Like 5 is a good movie. It's competent. And this is, I think it's above that. It has some things that aren't as good. Um, but I think like the ratings for most people would probably bump up more because of like if they like the movies of the Spider-Man they grew up watching. Right. The Garfield ones or the Tobey Maguire ones. It certainly could definitely go up higher. Uh, but I'm just trying to like purely of like how it is on the standalone. I think it's like an 8.5. Um, just some of the things with like the characters and like motivations is a little weird. Uh, and But other than that, it's I think it's very good. It's really compelling. Um, but, and as in terms of the other Spider-Man movies, I think Spider-Verse still is just does the same thing but is better and it has more of like a love for animation and like movie making and spider-man put into one whereas this spider-man is more just like more for the liking of the live action spider-man movies um but i I think it was really good i think like an 8.5 is pretty good yeah that's fair what do you think colton i okay so if the if i were to put this in a real life situation Watching this movie, to me, felt like going to a restaurant and you order, like, a steak and they bring you something that's not your, what you ordered, but you try it and it's way better and you find out it costs more. I really, really like this movie. I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did going into it. I knew I was going to like it. I'm going to give it a 9.5. I loved it. It was – I love all the old Sam Raimi movies. I wasn't huge on Andrew Garfield – but this movie really like redeemed him for me, and I, I like him more now. It makes me want to go back and watch those movies. And I agree with yeah. Aiden. It's definitely like more of a hard like love letter to the people who love the live action movies, which that's that's me. So, right nine point five. I love it. And Jake, last but not least. So looking at it, and like I stated. I've seen some of the other series ones. I hadn't watched any of the Tom Holland's ones until this week, and I watched them all back-to-back. And not comparing it to the past Spider-Mans, but I agree with Colton that it makes me want to go back and watch them now to you know, look at them differently and then maybe just watch just the third one again just to piece things together and maybe understand some of the other villains because like, I didn't really give the Andrew Garfield ones a chance and the Tobey Maguire ones, I was, like, what, the first one came out, what, 2002, 2003? I think it was, like, 2000, and, wasn't it? Oh. Yeah, it was real. Yeah. I thought it was, so, it was 2002 because, originally, the only reason I know this was because of an original commercial thing. So, originally, they had ads with the Twin Towers in it for Spider-Man, like, the original, but then uh, they, cut, they cut all that because of 9-11. Oh. So, that's why it came out in 2002. <laughs> There you go. I guess Paul remembers from Trump. Yes. Right. Yeah, my PTSD. Fair enough. So, all that considered, and I'm not a comic book reader. I I even talked about the movie a little bit with my dad last night, and I like the MCU because even if you're not a comic book reader, it's kind of just, let's take something and you can take it as a whole separate entity of things. Right. So I know that, like, if I went back, like, I can enjoy, like, oh, there was potential for this or that, and there's still potential for this. I would probably give it a solid nine. And that's probably just there were, you know, I'm not, like, I went with no expectations about it. I try to do that with every movie, but, like, I would rate the other ones lower just because compared to most series in Marvel or any series period, each movie has gotten progressively better. And I like the whole storyline from the beginning, and now it, of them, hey, I am Peter Parker, but I'm also Spider-Man, and him the entire time struggling to, I I want to be both. I want to be both. And now he obviously is choosing to be Spider-Man, because he realizes that it's probably for the better thing, because obviously, it, just like all the other ones, they realize, hey, I need to be focused, I need to be responsible for my abilities, because... If I don't do it, more people could die. And also, you know, the whole, hey, uh, I'm the reason it may die, even though that's not really true. But that whole, oh, I caused the death of somebody. You know, I need to be better. I need to focus on one thing. So I'd give it a nine. Also, I have a feeling that they'll do a fourth one with Tom Holland. 
or we'll see Tom Holland as Spider-Man again. I just don't know in what capacity. So, right. Yeah, that's pretty fair. Um, I think on that note, though, that about wraps it up. Um, anyone else have anything to add? No, I, I mean, if I add more, we're gonna keep going. Right, go down the Mar the Marvel rabbit hole. <laughs> start talking about Magnificent <laughs> Avengers or something. Right. <laughs> I'm explaining the the bloodlines to Jake about like the X Men and how Cable right. came to be, and like <laughs> you don't know Ben Riley. <laughs> It's gonna be like a, a dartboard behind me with a bunch of strings connecting different pictures. Yeah. To like, yeah. like, see, right. this part, Kitty Pride, she's an X Men, but in a different universe, she'd be Star Lord, okay? And on and on and on. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think on that note, that about wraps our first podcast of season two, guys. So um, the next thing I have for next podcast is A Beautiful Mind. And I've never seen that, so that'll be. It'll be a brand new experience for me, so I'm kind of excited. Um, I'm glad we did Spider-Man. The Spider-Man is our first one, because I think this is one of the few times where we all will probably be on the same page and <laughs> collectively <laughs> agree on most stuff. <laughs> so I think it's a good start. Uh, but yeah, the next one uh, for those listening will be A Beautiful Mind. So with that being said, thanks for tuning in, as always. Um, you can follow us on social media for more updates and content, all for you guys. Um, and yeah, we're excited to do the rest of season two. So again, a little different, but moving forward for the better after some feedback. And uh, yeah, we'll see you later. I'm Paul. I'm Colton. I'm Aiden. And I'm Jake. And uh, thanks for tuning in, guys.